Welcome to the Eclectic Collection, episode 87 today, Underwater Legend. So what's that about, you ask? Well, one of my favorite things to talk about, no, not Titanic, I'm sure we'll do an episode about that soon because I heard that there's an exhibition going on in New York and LA that's really cool, but that's another time for another day. Loch Ness Monster, baby. I have always been fascinated by Scotland, and yet it's one of the countries I have not been to, so regrettably I have to fix that. I guess because I have Shetland sheepdogs and little collie dogs and little Sheltie dogs, and always have. It's like our our brand, our breed that we always always buy. So I have a deep connection to uh, Scotland for that, despite having actually no connection at all. And I love their accent, but uh, apart from that, not really down with haggis, not going to lie. Not down with haggis. Can't say their cuisine attracts me. But uh, bagpipers are cool, not going to lie. Anyhow, the Loch Ness Monster is just one of those things I always heard about growing up. And in the 80s, it seemed to be talked about a lot. I don't know why I'm attracted to it. Maybe because I love aquatic things. And it was basically like this aquatic dinosaur that everybody always talked about. A cool sea serpent that nobody ever really knew much about. But that was all allegedly in the lake and it would get you. Or a lock as the case may be. And um, they kind of painted it like he was cool. And it's funny because it started as a story to scare kids to not go in the lake. So allegedly there is no Loch Ness Monster and it was just something that Scottish people told the kids not to go in the lake. My question is, why were you telling the kids not to go in the lake? Was it because it was too deep and they would drown or was it because they really thought something was in there or were there like, I don't know, eels, sharks, piranhas, something else going on in the lake? Probably not given the longitude and latitude of where Scotland is, but you know, the lake was unsafe or deemed so by a lot of parents and they said not to eventually a picture came out and the main picture that everybody always references really does kind of look like to me snuffleupagus for those of you that are big fans of bert and ernie and the sesame street gang um kind of muppet-esque but he was like a dinosaur he looked like he kind of looked like the dinosaur in the movie the dinosaur <laughs> the good dinosaur he looked to me like that from a distance so but you never saw anything. It was kind of fuzzy. And they say it was a hoax, so I guess he really doesn't exist. But supposedly in the Scottish Highlands, this has been going on since 1933, and it's considered modern lore. Now, I'm vintage 74, but what I can tell you is I have noticed references throughout my life. The most prevalent to me was probably circa 1983, 84 with um, the band The Police, so I always heard and loved the song, which is funny because I just had a debate about this with my sound engineer, Kevin. Synchronicity 2 is technically the name of the song um, on the band, uh, The Police, and on the album Synchronicity. But what's funny is I've always called the song Many Miles Away because that's what the, the hook and the chorus is. And it's just always been Many Miles Away. Anyway, if you like Sting, if you like The Police, which you totally should, um, many miles away, as I've always called it. But for real, a synchronicity too, on synchronicity, um, references uh, the bottom of a dark Scottish lake, and they keep bringing up the Loch Ness Monster or the idea of the Loch in, in Scotland, which is funny because he's British, and who knew? He also taught English, fun facts, and his real name, I believe, was Gordon Sumner, so little fun facts for you about uh, Sting. But um, yeah, he was. Uh, that's why they did the the headmaster song and uh, don't stand so close to me because he was a young guy and he didn't want the high school girls to give him a bad reputation. So he quit teaching after like a year. Again, I digress. Fun facts about staying in the police. But that was a reference to the dark Scottish lake. And then most recently, 
I'll say circa 2015, 2017-ish, in the last installment of the Twilight series, Breaking Dawn, they named the kid Renesmee, the little vampire child. And at one point, uh, Taylor Lautner playing Jacob says Ness, and he keeps calling her Ness, Nessie. And when Kristen Stewart wakes up as Bella in the uh, vampire-induced morphine coma that they put her in, she's like, you named my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? And freaks out because he gave her a nickname. So that was just a modern-day reference to it. But I feel like in the 80s, everybody was always like, had a picture or was talking about it. It was like the modern-day Bigfoot. So it was just a bunch of lore, and apparently there is no Nessie. But um, even just the name, Nessie, it was like a happy, warm, fuzzy monster it wasn't a bad monster it's like the kind of monster if you happen to bump into her you know i assume it was her with a name like nessie you could just be like hey could i get a ride and she'd be like yeah sure go ahead i'll take you across the lake like no problem but um it never seemed scary so i guess it backfired because they kind of wanted kids not to go into the lake but it was everybody going into the lake to try and look to see if this monster existed so Apparently not, but I'm going to go on believing that she's there all the time. My happy little sea serpent dinosaur wannabe and the bottom of a dark Scottish lake. If you like what you heard today, then check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.